0: Did you know that one silly, stupid mistake on a purchase order can cost your organization hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not more? Not something that will make your bosses really happy. To make sure this doesn't happen to you, we created this video which explains what purchase orders are and the different kinds of purchase orders. Make sure you stick around until the end where we share that one mistake that many make with purchase orders when they get to AP, and it's really easy to avoid if you know what you're doing. Hey guys, I'm Mary Schaefer, founder of AP Now, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge business intelligence if you work in, manage, or have responsibility for the accounts payable and or payment function. So let's get started. What is a purchase order? A purchase order is a legally binding document created by a buyer and presented to a seller. Purchasing and accounting professionals frequently refer to purchase orders using the shorthand abbreviation PO. Each PO or purchase order should have a unique number associated with it. And this is frequently referred to as the PO number. All righty. So how does a purchase order work? A purchase order should include all the details related to the order so there can be no confusion. This might include an item number or the name of the good um, and any other defining details such as color. It should also include the quantity, the payment terms, and any delivery details that might be needed. Once the purchase order is accepted, if the documents it documents the transaction as agreed by the buyer and the seller. What are the four kinds of purchase orders? Um, there are a number of different purchase or kinds of purchase orders, and we're going to take a look at them all. Purchase order type number one is referred to as the standard purchase order. This is the one that we are most familiar with. Um, the standard purchase order, and typically it is a one-off and is for a one-time purchase. Even organizations that do a lot of businesses together will use a standard. Will use standard purchase orders, although they they will have negotiated standard terms ahead of time, and these will automatically be included on the purchase orders. They don't have to reinvent the wheel every time they get started. Purchase order type number two. It's called a contract purchase order, and these are agreements used to create ongoing commercial relationships between a buyer and a seller. They spell out the terms and condition include, and include things like payment terms, delivery terms, who pays for the freight, etc. However, And this is the big difference. No no products or orders are specified at that. Purchase order type number three are called standing purchase orders. And these are used when the same amount of an item is ordered repeatedly at a given interval, say weekly or monthly. So uh, an example might be a coffee shop who orders a hundred pounds of coffee beans each week and every week that order just repeats. Okay. So it's a standing purchase order. And in this case, the same purchase order number is used for each of these purchases. And it it goes without saying, if you're working in accounts payable and you're dealing with this, you need to be very careful that you don't end up paying uh, for something twice. Okay. And our our fourth type of purchase order is called a blanket purchase order. And these, these are similar to standing purchase orders, except there typically is a cap. The purchase order might be good for $100,000. And when that $100,000 limit is met, is met, then the purchase order either has to be replenished or or a new one issued. Um, in these cases, orders are not automatic. It's not every week or every month, but whenever the buyer needs more goods, they notify the seller and the seller uh, will ship the goods. And then when they bill it, they bill it against the purchase order. The uh, Meanwhile, the buyer needs to track, well, actually both folks need to track the purchase order uh, to, see what, to see what's left um, against it. And then of course, when it runs out, if you will, then they need to um, you know issue a new one or replenish it. Okay. Now, to be blunt about it, most of you watching this will primarily use that standard uh, purchase order type, but the others do have their place in in industry and in business, and they are used. Um, I don't want to say frequently, but if they are used. It's not uncommon. Let's leave it at that. Okay. Now, before we get to that one mistake that has literally cost organizations millions of dollars, I'd like to share that we have over 300 videos with in our AP now library with new accounts payable and payment videos being added every Tuesday and Thursday. And we're adding short tips on some other days. Occasionally on Saturdays, we have a little wordle fun. Please check out the rest of this channel after you finish this video. Okay, so what is that purchase order mistake that costs millions? After a payment is made, regardless of whether you pay with a check, a card, a wire transfer, an ACH, that purchase order should be extinguished or closed out immediately. I can't say this um, loud enough. Immediately. It's that simple. Don't wait for the end of the week or the end of the month and then you can do them all at once because it might make it a little easier for you. Do it immediately. I can't stress this enough. Why am I making such a big deal about this? Why is this so critical? Because if you don't close it out immediately and a second invoice shows up, um, and you know this has become a huge problem today in most accounts payable departments, there is a decent chance that when that second invoice shows up, and the purchase order is still outstanding, it will get paid. And as many of you listening to this know, suppliers rarely return that second payment unless you find it and ask for that money back. And that's more resources uh, required on your part to track it down and figure it out. Now, Um, As I've alluded to, every organization is fighting the headaches of vendors sending duplicate copies of invoices. In fact, research at AP now reveals that about 25% of all invoices received in accounts payable departments everywhere are duplicates. That's a lot of extra work weeding them out, and inevitably, that's a lot of chances for you to make a duplicate payment and a few of them will slip through. That's why we recently did a broadcast call Eliminating Duplicate Invoice Best Practices so that you can um, implement these best practices in your organization and ideally have a minimal number of those second invoices getting through, um, which you have to waste valuable resources on pressing them. A link to that video will appear momentarily on your screen on YouTube and is in the show notes below. As always, we appreciate your thumbs up, your comments, your shares, and your subscribe.